Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode of Another Happy Pod is brought to you by Ken Watanabe. Ken Watanabe. We don't have a joke, we just really like him. Another happy pod. I know this is ridiculous, but normally I've, yeah. I've not been introducing straight away with the intro recently. I've been doing a little bit of banter beforehand. All right. Oh, it's normally <laughs> a lot more natural. It normally comes up a bit more naturally than this. Hello and welcome to Another Happy Pod, the show where we talk about pop culture and try to keep it a little bit positive and optimistic. We don't always succeed, but we do have a good time doing it. My name is Nathan, and as always, I'm joined by Lawrence, a noted oh, come on. <laughs> I'm not doing that again, so bleep that oh, out. That's what, I, that's what I got. Fantastic. Right. Okay, hello. Um, new theme, new intro, new us. Um, new new uh, artwork coming soon, maybe? Soon, maybe. We're, William, who is kindly organising some new artwork for us, is a busy boy. Um, so I've hassled him twice already, but I'm not going to hassle him again. So on your own time, Will, but just know that we've clearly announced the rebranding this week and you missed the deadline. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Poor Will. No, oh. shout out to Will. He does good work. He does good work. He's a good, he's a good boy, a handsome boy. <clears throat> he is indeed. Shame about his hairline, though. Brutal. <laughs> you, you, go, you never know. You're never safe with me, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people in glass houses, though, Lawrence. I mean, we're not Aww. exactly the fucking... We, we've not got the healthiest of hairlines going on. No, so. no, it's true. It's true. Will, I greatly <laughs> apologise. We're all getting sorry. a bit thin up top, okay? So oh, no. let's, The years let's, have been especially be nice. cruel. Exactly. Right, Nathan, what are we chatting about today? <clears throat> So we are chatting about four of the greatest movies ever made. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> right, well, that's your opinion on them. Uh, what are those that's, four great movies? That's not, that's not opinion. That is fact. Oh, uh, shit. So it's 2014's Godzilla, 2017's uh, Kong Skull Island, 
2019's uh, Godzilla King of Monsters. And a majority of the episode, I think, will be Godzilla vs. Kong 2021. Um, But we will also touch on the other monsters. We're doing the Monsterverse, the verse of monsters. It's coming out at the same time as... Is this the end? Is this the end of it? I don't think so. But, like, this is, like, of of the Monsterverse, this is, like, the the Avengers, right? (laughs) Like, where'd you go after this? (laughs) Uh, Age of Ultron. Well, I suppose they've I mean, got that. Yeah, not like specifically, but... <laughs> <don't>, <laughs> s- <laughs> Next up in the MonsterVerse is just Joss Whedon's Age of Ultron. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As it was released in 2015, no changes have been made. It is the film that you already know. Just at the beginning, it just says MonsterVerse instead of Marvel. So. Yeah, it's still got the yeah. same intro. They've just kind of it goes dun 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 dun. It gets into it, but then instead, they've someone's just scribbled it over and says MonsterVerse Studios. <laughs> exactly. Why That's not? How it works. They should get they should get like a logo done for these movies. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't think this is the end. We're massively jumping ahead here, but I really <laughs> don't feel like this is the end, especially because like at the moment, Godzilla versus Kong is doing bits. So. <laughs> if, yeah, they're, if they're smart this is not going to be the end to be fair they've always these movies have always done well like with regards yeah. to like kind of fan response twitter because that's where you go to find out if a movie is good these days um, yeah no one fucking looks at critic scores anymore really <laughs> um what did you right so i basically as i'm sure you did i went back and rewatched all of these um in preparation for this there were some i hadn't seen and um, when i say some i mean most um so oh, really? Kong, Kong Skull Island was the only one I saw uh, in cinema as it came out. I, I think I was I, there. Sorry, I was there. I was with you. Oh, you were, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We oh. went to see it. We 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 laughed a lot. <laughs> in, we did in the cinema together. Yeah. I do you know what? I, I, I've got a lot to say on that one, so we'll we'll swing around. Um, I'd watched a little bit of Godzilla, but I was not in like the right setting. I think I was watching it like at like i don't know when i was like half asleep at like two in the morning yeah and i don't think i even got through it um so i rewatched that in full on a tv that is would complement uh, a movie that appreciates scale uh, and i'd never seen i'd never seen or had a desire to see godzilla king of monsters um so i i had a lot of homework and catching up to do this week um but yeah what about you you you'd seen them all i'd presume prior to this. i I had, yeah, I'd seen, I saw them all at the release in cinemas, so saw Godzilla in 2014, like I said, saw uh, Kong Skull Island with you, and then I saw uh, King of Monsters at a cinema in Portugal <laughs> when I had just moved there. Did it, it have was, an intervalo? It did have an intervalo, yeah, it oh, did have yes. an intervalo, as all movies in Portugal do. It also, I... For the camera, I got this tattoo on the exact day that I saw that movie, and I remember feeling very uh, kind of tired and a little bit sick because that, that's kind of just how you feel after a tattoo. Yeah. Um, so I just I went. I'm just gonna go to the fucking cinema. Why not? Uh, so <laughs> I went there. I arrived ten minutes late. The film has already started, but I just thought, fuck it. Godzilla won't have shown up yet. Let's just go in. It won't matter that much. Um, And then I watched it again this, well, like literally the other day. I realized I actually missed quite a lot. There was quite a lot of story in that opening little little 10, 15 minutes or so that I just completely missed. But saying that didn't affect my enjoyment. I still enjoyed it. So, oh, and I'm just going to say, 
<laughs> I wasn't joking when I said, well, I was kind of joking when I said the four greatest movies ever because they're not. I know they're not like critically amazing movies, but also I fucking love them. I unapologetically love all of these movies. They're just so much fun. Do you want me, so, to, run, do you want me yeah. to run through a quick, a quick like throwdown of my, of my opinions if I summarize well, everyone? Well, let's... Let not everyone. Let's start with uh, 2014 Godzilla, which I think is the more, the most serious and the most trying to be like a, a proper film. Yes. Yeah. Oh, of for the sure. Four of them. So yeah. Firstly, I'd say about this, um, the it, it's weird because they, they hadn't. I don't think they'd established the tone yet. Um, they really no, had. Definitely not. Um, and they were kind of. They came into it like you say, trying to be very serious. Um, Few things though. It's easy. It is easy to forget how talented Aaron Taylor Johnson is. Uh, he's actually a very, very good actor in this uh, in this um, this uh, movie. Uh, and I'll be honest, I thought Brian Cranston was going to be in it a hell of a lot more than he was. <laughs> so so did everyone. Yeah, I remember they like if you watch the trailers, like this movie is sold as Brian Cranston versus Godzilla. Well, this so... this is twenty this is twenty fourteen, right? Breaking Bad ended in twenty thirteen, yeah. so marketing yeah, wise, exactly. I understand. It that. was. Yeah, it was the height of fucking Brian Mania, and he was going to be Lex Luthor, but that never happened. I love it was that. everything. Bold casting so. is the best. <laughs> Bold casting, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was he was full front of like all of the trailers, but yeah, he dies about half an hour into the movie. Yeah, so. literally. <laughs> A spoiler alert, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the spoilers for everything. Sorry. Yeah. Um, no, saying that though. Um, my favourite moment in this, of all the weird, like, favourite moments to appreciate, uh, my favourite in this is there's a heartbreaking moment where he, before he speaks to his wife, when he basically has to lock his wife in with that weird, like, radiation kind of yeah. thing, um, and obviously his wife dies. Um, it's before he sees his wife, and he sees a random dude that's just like, hey, can you, can you open the door? <laughs> and and he just, he, like, it's so sad, man, but he just, like, mouths, like, I'm sorry, and is, like, obviously just devastated by this like loss of life yeah. and it's it's it just brian cranston's fucking he's amazing at what he does um he is he is really good there's there's one moment i really like in that first movie is um it's a little later when he's like gone crazy and not gone crazy but he's just a little bit paranoid about everything he's he's, he's the um, movie trope of a man who's in, who's who's been caught up in his work <laughs> He, exactly. Yeah. His, his hair's a bit scruffier. His his shirt's untucked, and he walks around really frantically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's the it's the moment where he's he's like being interrogated by Monarch, and they're just and he just basically lists off everything that's happened, and he's just telling them that they're all stupid and that they're all gonna die because of Godzilla is coming, and it's it's just incredible. He it's it's easy to forget especially if you watch Malcolm in the Middle. But Brian Cranston is an amazing actor, and it's so bizarre that that's how he got his start. But, I mean, fair yeah. play to the guy. Yeah, exactly. Get noticed where you can, but then, yeah, like, it's... it When you when you consider, like, he went on from Malcolm in the Middle to Breaking Bad, it's just so weird. <laughs> it's just, it really is. It's such a weird shift. Um, He's, like, walking around in, like, his Y-front underpants, having roofs fall on his head, and then all of a sudden... He's just the most incredible actor ever. Still walking so, yeah, around in his underpants as well for the first thing. Actually, yeah, that's that's a good point. Actually, didn't think of that. <laughs> what you got against underpants, Nathan? I don't. Maybe worry. that's part of his contract. Brian Cranston won't be in anything unless he has a scene exclusively in his oversized briefs. 
<laughs> well, he didn't have that in Godzilla, so I don't think it is. No, well, that's why he died so early. He shot half of it. <laughs> they, they shot the whole thing and then he found out that they were going to cut his brief scenes. He was like, I want to die now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's a power move, but I respect it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if I'm not wearing my pants, uh, I'm not in this film. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what did you think of the rest of the cast of uh, Godzilla? I liked it. I think, I think this was before they realised that Elizabeth Olsen really could act because um, they didn't yeah, give her a lot she, to do, uh, which is obviously... Yeah, she just kind of cried a bit, really. Um, yeah, basically. I think... Um, the scene... I don't know if you if you felt this as well, but the scenes with her and Aaron Taylor-Johnson, it just felt really wrong to yeah. watch. It felt... It just... Obviously, they're not related, but we've had so long of thinking of them as brother and sister, thanks to Marvel, so it is just a bit icky watching yeah it, that, com- really. it comes across as very weird like it did yeah especially because it's like the first time you see them in a scene together is but ba- they're basically just about to fuck and it's yeah and it's uh, like yeah it's just be like oh oh dear Don't i think like age that. of ultron came out like a year after this as well must so. have been very weird like acting <laughs> exercises like yeah. how do you prepare to play <laughs> the lover and brother um of someone <laughs> in like presumably filming around the same time like they can't have been that far apart. No, yeah. like if if they weren't at the same time, it would have been like one straight after the other. Um, yeah, which is yeah, which is very weird. But yeah, no, they so like they didn't give her much to do. But Aaron Taylor Johnson's in this for like he's basically the protagonist. He's great. I love the fact that yeah. he's like running around caring after like the kids and the the small shit, the small scale stuff. Yeah, yeah. What um what did you think? We I did say this like up top with the the joke advert that we do now apparently. But um, Ken Watanabe. Oh, he's great. He's great in everything. He's, he's amazing, isn't he? He's just so good. The man, he's so fucking good. The man is built, right, to say, like, movie one-liners and trailer, <laughs> trailer moments. It's like... He is. He really is. Like, the moment in where he says, let them fight, like, it, it's great in that movie, but it should have been reserved for the most recent one. Because oh, yeah, every yeah. time he says that, I just get chills. It's so good. It is. It is so good. It's the slow zoom yeah. and everything, like... In yeah. fairness, right, this movie, like, it it will be forgotten as the bland one, I, in my opinion. Yeah, um, and it kind of is. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll get onto that, because there's one that, I'll be honest, made me want to blow my brains <laughs> um, out. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, so, no, that, like, this one, this one, if I was going to put them in an order, this is, num- this is number three. Um, <clears throat> as in, what's... As in one is not the best or the oh no this said like as in one one's the best yeah yeah okay um okay. so th- this is this is a solid three for me uh but by, by no means a, a good film i just think the other ones nail the tone a bit more they get a bit more fun um and they kind of I, come into their own i i think i'd agree with number three for this actually yeah um, <laughs> we're rating yeah, them yeah. now we don't do this <laughs> <laughs> Everything's changing. Um, just quickly before we move on, though, the man himself, the big boy. Oh yeah, 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 great man! You don't get Gareth Edwards and not do big boys. Um, yeah, that's true. He's fucking great. Like he's taken over from Peter Jackson as like the scale master. Um, yeah, like he just there's something about it that he understands the stuff that's shot from like ground level. This is this is the film that nails. Um, ground level conflicts um and then like every now and again a building just falls and you look up and it's godzilla and yeah. you're like oh yeah shit um <clears throat> yeah he's 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 good in this and the, the cg is fucking insanely good 
it's 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 amazing the CG. Um, yeah, the, the scale. Gareth Edwards is really good at scale. Like there's that moment in Rogue One where the you just see the the Star Destroyer next to the Death Star, and you just realised how fucking huge the Death Star actually is. <laughs> yeah. <literally. laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's really good um yeah. and yeah gareth edwards does do that really well um godzilla is i think w- one of the biggest criticisms of this movie is that the movie is called godzilla and he's hardly in it really yeah. um it, it keeps massively teasing you with the monsters like you get a little bit and then they'll take it away and then you get a little bit and then they'll take it away again and then you'll see it like on the news in the background and then they'll take it away um and then like you get the full fight at the end but it is massively teasing you which this, this never some... would have worked from a marketing point of view but they should have marketed this as just a, a japanese action film yeah and then watched as like everyone collectively lost their minds <laughs> when when it was revealed um yeah that never would have worked no it's no. like no one would have seen it <laughs> <laughs> but then would they but... have got would everyone have gone to see it would everyone been like word of mouth this movie is incredible well maybe yeah that could happen but it's banking a lot on word of mouth though um would would studios take that risk no they wouldn't um no, for sure not but uh yeah what like studio I said, is this? Massive, what studio does this again uh, it's warner brothers and legendary oh no no chance <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i've never met a studio <laughs> that cares more about fucking lying in their pockets than warner brothers jesus <laughs> Uh, yeah, like I was saying, yeah, teasing. It really does massively tease you, and I think that's something the other movies moved away from from the better. Like, because the next one, uh, Kong Skull Island, he is there in like the first minute of a movie. You see him, and then the monster fights and everything like that. They're not really hidden away. They're just they're like, yeah, have them. That's what you see these movies for. So yeah, here you go. Which for me works out all the better. For some people, it might be for the worse, but for me, it's the better. Yeah, no, that's fair. I'd agree with that. Um, I have an apology to make earlier. Oh, here we go. Right. Kong Skull Island. <laughs> yeah. I abused this movie when it came out. I <laughs> did. I laughed at this movie. I hated this movie. And I thought, <laughs> this is the dumbest thing. Now, <laughs> years have passed. Uh, I'd I'd say I'm less pretentious in my choice of... <laughs> I basically back then I think I had the opinion of if it's not a serious movie it can't be a movie for me. Um, Lawrence, I've been teasing you about that since we fucking met. Yeah, no, I know, I know, I know. And I'm, I'm, this podcast is making me better at, at films. Um, yeah, look, I rewatched this. This is this is number one. This is this is like oh, this is number one. This is number one. Inject this oh, into wow. my veins. This is this is. This is fucking sick. I loved every second of this. Like I, it's a I good feel, movie. I, mate, is better than that. <laughs> I loved, <laughs> I loved every second of this, man. Like the style that this has attached to it. The fact that, like, look, overall, my overarching theme, and I'm going to get into this in the next one massively. I fucking hate the human character aspect of a lot of these movies. I find, yeah, that's fair. I find them so boring and so dull and so lacking of anything to do. So when you give me like fucking John C. Riley, Samuel L. Jackson just being straight up cartoons, when you give me Tom Hiddleston being like the most ridiculous like action hero that you'd ever see, um, and then you get that kind of touch of like human side from Brie Larson, who's just so good, um, 
oh man, I'm here for like every second of this movie. <laughs> like I feel awful oh, about wow. how much I slated it. You, yeah, I remember when we came out of the cinema, you were really not kind to this movie. Or <laughs> one thing, one thing I remember specifically that seemed to really piss you off back then was the music, <laughs> because I remember you saying that, like they kept jamming it down your throat that it's like a Vietnam reference because of all like the the music that they kept playing, which is kind of true. Yeah. It is very Vietnam. Look I... at us. Let's play some 70s rock while we fly through the jungle. <laughs> but it works for me, man. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. So that. nothing nothing about my perception of that has changed other than the fact that I presume I'm less angry. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> it's the exact same. I wasn't wrong. They are very much so like... Did you know it's the seventies? Every every five <laughs> seconds, uh, I actually yeah. wrote. I made notes for like a lot of these because I thought if we're talking about four movies, mm. I've kind of got to remember a lot of stuff. And they'll blend. They'll, these are the kind of movies that blend together, in my opinion. Um, yeah. So I, I wrote down um, where where is it? The um, I'm picturing someone in Hollywood <laughs> pressing a big red button that just says Rolling Stones on it. Um, in an edit <laughs> so I'd imagine they get into an edit and they go helicopter in the sky fuck it rolling stones <laughs> like and everything like it's every other scene but it is good it, and, and also like yeah. it helps that the rolling stones make good music so it's not yeah it's not yeah, exactly that's annoying to listen to and then there's like the apocalypse now shots with like the hol- helicopters and Kong in the sunset and everything oh. like that it's it's yeah it's all very deliberate um but i think you're 100 percent right what you're saying about the cast um and again for all the movies while i do love them i do agree that the human element is by far the weakest parts of the movie yeah um this clearly has the best cast of all of the movies i mean you got like you got four big hitters well three big hitters of the marvel universe and then another one who's there for fun um <laughs> tom hiddleston sam jackson brie larson john c Riley. yeah you got john goodman uh you got some amazing actors you got fucking kevin from brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, that's a, that's another <laughs> one of my notes i said being sexist doesn't suit kevin <laughs> yeah there's this moment where like brie larson walks up and he's like in in his is it, right i like is it mark evan jackson is that his name I could not tell you. Hold on, I'm on the IMDb page now. Uh, yeah, Mark Evan Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's, and he just uses it like he's got a voice for comedy. He uses the same voice and everything. He's one of the actors that doesn't play a character. He just plays him yeah. in a scenario. Um, yeah, absolutely. With, yeah, so and but that's fine with me because he's more that more so always there for comic relief. So <laughs> Brie Larson walks up and he's like, "Oh, I thought you were going to be a man." Or something like like in his just nasally voice, and I'm like, oh, that didn't sit right. That sounds that sounds weird because you're you're very you're normally a very wholesome guy. Um, yeah. So yeah, that, that it was is, fun. It is a shame that like this movie is set in the seventies because really, if this universe does continue, you can't we can't really see them again unless like. T- well time travel or they do a movie set in the past again which which is possible yeah. both of them are possible really but um one less so but like i don't I, know they... i don't know we'll, we'll get into some of the ridiculous jumps in technology <laughs> <laughs> yeah fair enough <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the, the cast is is great what did you think of like the more uh monster vest stuff of this movie skull island i think is just fucking insane in the best way possible it's the most fucking batshit crazy place to be ever um so 
can I'm I'm a jump in right because in my opinion despite the fact that there's now three movies all set in big cities like big lived in cities yeah the one set on a deserted island where there's like nine people on this ridiculous stretch of land is the only one where I feel like humans are collateral damage <laughs> which is ridiculous <laughs> Um, I mean, a lot less humans died in this movie than the others. Yeah, but, but the difference is when these ones die, you see them get ripped in two. You see them fall into a monkey's mouth. You see, you <laughs> yeah. see, you see like a big fucking like grasshopper thing just ram one of its <laughs> arms down someone's entire body. Like, yeah, that's fair. Th- this, I don't know who, I don't know why this one is so different, but it is. <laughs> And it's really it is weird. it is yeah it is a lot different than the others maybe because it's like set in the past like you say it is the different location yeah um but yeah i guess uh, one thing i'd say to that is uh, there's a lot less people to focus on really so it's easier to like see the individual deaths because if you've just got like you know godzilla and Ghidorah smashing through a city then you aren't really focusing on the literally millions of screaming and dying people below them. I just... I would concede that point and be very willing to accept it if the base of the next movie wasn't about the death of a child that I didn't see or know. Um, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I'll summarise on Skull Island. Obviously, I said it's my number one uh, for sure. Um, it's so, like... I think, basically... Um, so in the time since I've watched this, I finished uni, I went back to uni, uh, did an editing qualification and I've really taken that on as like a main passion of mine. Um, so watching this back with a kind of editing mind frame now, which I do with a lot of movies, um, this is impeccable. Like this is cut to a precision. Um, like there's, there's certain things about this that I just think are so technically impressive. Um, like, for example, the, whoever's genius idea it was, there's a moment where one of the soldiers is falling into Kong's mouth. Um, yeah. And you don't see... You see Kong, like, literally a millisecond of Kong begin to shut his mouth, and it just smash cuts to someone eating a sandwich, like, really close up. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, like... It, it's those little things where I'm like, this, this is the creative flair that I think was... was it's so difficult, because I think the creative flair was missing in the first one completely... Um, yeah, and I think the most recent one, uh, Godzilla vs Kong, has found like a beautiful position between the serious and the dumb. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, I'll start. What? What? Right? What, where, where are you putting it? So you. So this is your number one. Yeah, yeah, uh, and you were saying Godzilla's number three, right? Yeah. So we have the same number three. Mm-hmm. Um, I can guess what your number four is. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I haven't been shy about it. <laughs> <laughs> so my number, my basically our number one and four, flip them around, and then that's me and you. Okay. Yeah. So this is number four for me. I still love it. It's still a great movie. Uh, but I put this as number four, and yes, my number one is your number four, which we'll get into right now. Oh no! <laughs> right, I tell you what. I tell you what. I'm gonna do is ask you why you like this next one. Because it's which is which so... is by the way, King of Monsters, right? Yeah, King of Monsters. Yeah, because it's so fucking stupid 
and ridiculous, okay? The fact that in the end battle of this movie, Godzilla is so fucking nuclear that buildings are literally melting to the ground as he walks by them. And the fact that he has King Ghidorah's mouth, no, King Ghidorah's head in his mouth, shooting his fucking atomic breath through it, it's just fucking batshit insane, okay? When I went to see this movie, like I said, I was a little bit tired. I was feeling a little bit sick. All I wanted to see was just dumb fucking monster action. All I wanted to see was giants kicking the shit out of each other, and I got my money's worth. So I'm happy with this I, movie. I can't deny, right, this movie, this movie, well, I'd say this movie looks great. I find it's... This movie does look great. There's some great shots in this movie. There are. But this, it's more the CG is great. It's more the the light show is impressive, and the big, the big monster battles are very technically impressively made. Um, That's fair. I think. <laughs> I'm sorry about this. By the way, <laughs> I already know. It's, I already know you don't like it. You don't have to be sorry. <laughs> okay, I fucking hated this. Um, <laughs> I felt like two hours of my life were down the drain. This movie has an average um, runtime of about 10 minutes more so than the other three. And that 10 minutes yeah. felt like four more fucking hours. Um, <laughs> I, I finished this um, and I, I turned to Zucchini and went, time for bed. <laughs> right, because I just, I wanted to end the day. Um, look, I'm being harsh, but if you're right, so the first one, the first Godzilla itself, right? Godzilla 2014. Yeah. It was this, it was exactly this, but with a decent subplot. Now I've already said the, the human elements are my, are like the weakest part, but at least when I'm like, my head is gone, that's enough smashing for five minutes. Um, I know that I can cut away to something that's just going to give me a breather. When we, whenever we cut away to like Carl Chandler, is that his name? Carl Chandler, right? Carl Chandler, yeah. Yeah, him, uh, his weird ex-wife, um, and like just other stuff going on. I just didn't give a shit about any of it. Right, I just. Did I don't you know. not like? Um, did you not like Bradley Whitford? Um, he's. Which one again? He's Jake's dad and the Jake from Get dad. Out. Yeah, I thought so. He's yeah. fine. He's like, <clears throat> there are a lot of people that do. There, there's a lot of people in this, and that's that one of my other things, right? I don't care about twenty people in lab coats. Um, there's um, Ice Cube son as well. He's good. He, I will admit, he's good. Um, yeah, I liked him. He's got some funny one-liners. Um, his, <clears throat> yeah, he's got a lot of play in this, and he is, he's quite fun. Um, yeah, I think my main issue stemmed from the fact that it was like. The plot I was supposed to give one about was like the, the 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 death of the sun. That, like I said, I've already issued, like given my point about how the fact that we don't see it means I automatically couldn't give one because um, it was obviously yeah, this this movie kind of opens in the same way Batman v Superman does. It, <laughs> like thank you. See, you. Yes. Yeah, you see the tragedy of the past movie, but from a different perspective. Yeah, but this pers <laughs> when it when it comes to Batman, right? It's it's good. <laughs> Because it's one of the best scenes yeah, in yeah. Batman v Superman. Um, it, it's the best scene. It's yeah. the only good scene in that when movie. It, when it, when but... it cuts to Carl Chandler just walking around like, where's my son? Like, <laughs> I, I don't yeah. care. Like, 
I didn't care. I wouldn't have cared if I saw someone die in 2014, right? Because it it just happens, right? It, obviously, <laughs> brutal. A fucking, a, no, but a big lizard is gonna level the city. I assume that people yeah. died. Yeah. So when they make an entire subplot about, and then how how Carl Chandler like fucking presumably right it's alluded to that he just becomes a big alcoholic but then he goes and takes photos of birds why Wolves, wasn't it i don't i don't does it become a big alcoholic yeah man he's like oh I, i'm just actually there's a moment where he's like oh, i let my daughter see me like that i mean i guess it i, I don't know if it's an alcoholic but it, like it's clearly suggested that like he was either aggressive or like basically not being a prime good dad uh, in front of his daughter when she was younger because she obviously doesn't grow up with him. They obviously don't really have much of a relationship as a father and daughter. You see, what I... Yeah, I think basically what happened is his son died um, and that just pretty much destroyed his relationship with his wife. They just couldn't carry on anymore. They broke up. He became very distant and just moved away and took pictures of wolves or whatever. I never really got any hints of alcoholism or anything yeah it was a strained relationship i um i see i disagree fair fair enough it might not be that because they didn't elaborate too much on it Uh, and i do think that comes from warner brothers wanting their protagonists to be redeemable in the future if necessary um yeah rather because if you just set up straight up said like he's an alcoholic he beat his wife then i'm not gonna give a fuck about him like if he dies i'm gonna cheer um yeah Yeah, so true yeah um, so I presume that's the reason they didn't allude to it. But there is a, there is a very telling line where he just said, my biggest regret is letting my daughter see me get like that. Um, yeah. Which presumably is before the end of the relationship because at the start of it, they're not on really speaking terms. Um, the, she's sending him like an email like you always do. I know, I know for a fact I can't go a day without emailing my dad. Um, <laughs> I had the exact same thought <laughs> when I was watching that scene because like I said I completely missed the first like 10-15 minutes of the movie first time I saw it so that was all new to me yeah. and, when she was, and then when she got an email from her dad I was like I don't think I've ever emailed my dad in my life <laughs> right <laughs> the only time I think I've yeah. ever emailed I think I've got my dad's email address and it was because I needed to send my like CV for him to print at home or something like that but it wasn't like a, hey dad <laughs> yeah. how are you kind of thing <laughs> Um, <laughs> Look at these pictures of wolves I took. Yeah, especially when you consider that I'm supposed to believe that in this time, um, people email their dads. But in like a couple <laughs> of years, they'll be flying fucking spaceships. Um, so that that I mean, they're already... kind of they're kind of flying spaceships in this one though. That monarch jet's pretty sweet. Uh, I mean, yeah, but not everyone and their mum's got one. Like no it's... one's got a spaceship in. There's, Godzilla a, there's at least Kong. like eight spaceships in Godzilla versus. Yeah, Kong. but they're all from the same company. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> listen, right, this one, I, ju- I just, y- you know, the classic divorce story. Dad w- moves away to take pictures of wolves. Mum becomes an eco terrorist. <laughs> like it, it, none of this mattered to me. It was, yeah. it was just the, how do we insert the, human drama in a story that no one asked for more human expansion in? That's that's a hundred percent right. It, you you are completely massively correct there. They are all very badly written. The the mum's storyline in particular. What the fuck is going on there? She like she just wanted to protect her daughter. She worked for Monarch. Um, she was overseeing Mofra. Fuck, we'll get back to Mofra. Um, and then, <laughs> um, and then suddenly she's a fucking eco terrorist who wants to destroy the world. Like, 
working for Charles Dance. All of that just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like I said, this movie's fucking insane. <laughs> but yeah, I don't care about any of that shit. Just give me Godzilla and his butterfly girlfriend kicking the fuck out of monsters, man. Yeah, right, because them two are definitely fucking... Like, they are. They go off into the sea together and they are <laughs> just straight up at it. Yeah, no... They make love. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Passionate. <laughs> um, yeah, this... I'll just be honest, this whole movie bored the fuck out of me. Um, how I don't understand how this movie can bore you. Well, that's though. why like, I was shocked as in, well. In the human elements, yeah. All right, completely understand in those uh, human scenes. Completely get it. Yeah, it is boring. But when you've got like the fucking King Ghidorah and Rodan and everything like that, how, how are you? I don't understand how you can be bored during those movies. I was physically cheering. I was sat here in this very seat I am now with my arms in the air cheering as they fought. I fucking loved it. I don't know. Maybe I hate fun. Like, <laughs> well, that's been established. Yeah, clearly. Um, no, because I'm, I'm in the same boat. Like, in the next film, like, there was moments where, like, Godzilla and Kong are fighting and I'm, like, cheering them on and shit like that. Like, that, I don't, I do respond to stuff like that. I just, I, something about this movie, I just didn't give a fuck. I think it's because every time it got interesting, they cut back to, like, oh, this, this skull is, uh, this is an alien, actually, not a thing that came from Earth. This is, now there's the hue, the world See? is flat or some, like, it just... <laughs> It just felt like so much like plot I, for a movie that was quite specifically designed to show a lizard beat up things. That that see that's my exact thoughts on the first one though. I think the first one is the one that always cuts away from the more interesting stuff. Um and, and I think the, the the reason this one might seem um more guilty of that is because the human storyline is a lot worse than the first one yeah which yeah granted i will give you that um but i but this one i think it does show you the monster action a lot more definitely a lot more than in the first one yeah um and like i said that's what i'm here for so yeah um ken watanabe again the man the 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 man of the hour the legend he what did you think of his death scene um I d- Did you I, find it emotional or because I actually cried? I, It was sad, I will say. Like, it, it was one of the few moments this movie did resonate with me and I went, oh, man, that kind of sucks. Because he is a, like, it's a blow to the universe kind of thing. Um, yeah. Because you know that you're probably not going to see him again. I mean, let's be honest, they're probably going to be reviving people <laughs> next movie. Um, but, <laughs> like, you know, kind of, as, a, as an audience, it's going to be a while if ever we see him again. Um, and he's... He's good, and I'd imagine Warner Brothers took that decision like very carefully because he's one of the reasons that people do come back to this. Um, yeah, he's also one like one of the few ethnic faces that you actually see um, in this movie that was kind of bred on culture from uh, Japan. So yeah, there's 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 something in that I think that's uh, maybe worth unpacking by someone more educated than me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I Fair just enough. I just. Uh, I don't know. I, I I always I liked him, and he's a, he's brilliant at acting. He's brilliant at what he does, especially his role in these. Um, but a lot of the time, I felt like this movie just kind of reduced him to trailer lines again. Um, so it was sad, but ultimately, I was more sad that I had to watch this film. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! I don't. I'm sorry. I look. I'm. 
I like the first one. I love the second one. I'll sing its praises. I love Skull Island. I will forever apologize about how much I love that one. And the next one that we're going to talk about, I again loved. But this, I just, I wasn't here for this one. I'm sorry. Well, fair enough. No, I, I completely understand why you don't like it. I, I understand why everyone doesn't like it. Um, I'm, I'm just weird. I, I don't know what it is. I just really really enjoyed this movie um like i said it's just batshit insane fucking mega nuclear godzilla give me that um his butterfly girlfriend morphra is amazing by the way um i don't know anything about all the old godzilla movies like i haven't seen like the shinto uh movies or anything like that the originals so don't know anything about like the history of the characters don't care to be honest um just really like this interpretation or whatever so I'm sure Mothra is different. Maybe Rodan is different. Maybe King Ghidorah is not an alien. But I like that he is an alien. So there we go. Yeah. No, fair enough. Fair enough. I um, I th- I think it. I think one of the few things it did well, I think, was set up sequels. Um, because Warner yeah. Brothers do make trailer movies. We all know that. Um, there's a few like moments in this that I think like, oh, it'd be cool when they expand on that. And I think maybe one of the reasons I didn't like it is because they don't expand on it in the actual movie that we're watching. Um, yeah. but a lot to be fair like, like some do you, have, do you have an example of that um, the fucking the, the big skull kind of thing I know it's more of like a trailer credit kind of thing at least I think it was um, what do you mean when Charles Dance goes and buys a big skull um, that, that, that literally ties into the very next movie th- that's what I'm saying but it didn't like it didn't tie into the movie that we were in do you know what I mean like we didn't see oh Right, okay. I don't know. I, I guess that's a weak example. I'm tr- I'm struggling to think of one off the top of my head, but I just felt like this. a lot of this was set up um, for the next big one, which obviously they were, <laughs> they were clearly building to um, <laughs> and probably wanted to do from the very first one, but then the studio went, no, yeah. no, no, we've rushed, we've rushed universes before. Let's not again. <laughs> um, yeah, they have. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, especially because that would have been the time... I would have I would have normally assumed that they would have made a Godzilla movie, a Kong movie, and then a Godzilla v Kong movie. Um, yeah. But this came out in 2017, 20 no 2019. 2019. This one came out. Oh, okay, so yeah. they've so this is after the reaction to rushing Justice League. That is very telling. Um, yeah. 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 Okay. Interesting. So. Um, right. At the time we normally wrap up episodes, should we talk about the main topic of the episode? <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um godzilla versus kong um oh one sec carry on talking nathan i'm huh? just gonna stop my cat eating a plant oh no i've got a stall um so lawrence has a cat that cat is called jarvis he is named after a robot from marvel um i told him better names to call the cat i'm like back Trevor. but i want to hear this oh no oh no i was just basically talking about your cat oh i heard the whole thing i always do um oh. nathan godzilla versus uh king Kongery. what do you reckon godzilla versus kong you fool um yeah it's i don't really know 100 percent what to say about it to be honest it's again it's dumb it's stupid, um, but you have a big monkey fighting a big crocodile, so like, it was always going to be stupid. But I, I have a fun. question. Oh, yeah. 
and I'm 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 because I've literally I, mm. I I the credits were rolling as I came up and set up for this pod, so I'm straight off seeing it. I haven't read anything. Um, yeah, I've tried to steer clear of like as many spoilers as I possibly could. Um, there wasn't much to spoil though. I think the trailers kind of ruined a big surprise, which was a bit of a bummer. Um, so, is Skull Island an actual island? Uh, as in, like in our Earth, in real life? Yeah. So, like the you know it opens with Kong, right? Um, yeah. And he's he's chilling out, um, and he he looks like he's out. Oh, of you a mean? Time. Do you mean like the movie Kong Skull Island? Is that set? in a natural place or is it in that simulation thing yeah, is that what you're asking I, that's what i'm saying yeah i i think skull island is a real place but at some point they clearly transported kong to that this facility because they don't explain that and it led to a very question <laughs> of did someone just let john c Riley suffer for like 50 years <laughs> <laughs> like... yeah exactly <laughs> they don't explain it all like the movie opens up kong is He's on his island. He's going about his day. He's saying hello to a little deaf girl. Um, and then he just throws a fucking tree at the sky. And the sky shatters because he's in a fuck. He's been Truman showed. He's in a fucking simulation. He has. Um, which, which was a twist. I was not expecting that at all. No, I didn't, um, I didn't see yeah. that at all. No, yeah. I thought, I think, yeah, he was just transported there at some point. Don't know how, like you say, they do not bring it up at all. Um, but... Yeah, clearly at some point they got. Well, we we see two modes of transporting Kong in this. Both are incredibly mean. <laughs> Both of them just never explained as well. Like, yeah. how did they even go? How did they sedate him? What did they how do? How did someone they just... get under the bulk of Kong's body to hook up a net? That's <laughs> what I want to know. Yeah, it, yeah. I I have no idea. I know. What, I don't. There's a lot of quite a physics stuff in this movie, which. <laughs> doesn't quite make i don't all of, know how all of those helicopters fuck. are flying way too straight <laughs> to be holding oh, well up. there's that but oh, i don't know in what possible fucking maybe this one but in what possible universe do you have a 400 foot dinosaur a 350 foot fucking monkey both standing on the same ship and it doesn't immediately sink they're having like a weighted fight as well <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Granite, it doesn't last long. It does break, but it lasted too long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is pretty ridiculous. But the whole thing's ridiculous. So what whatever. Do you, what do you think of it overall? Did you did you like it overall? Really liked it. Yeah, really liked it. Um, I, I was saying to you yesterday, I was spoiled on one thing from this movie. Um, I had a feeling anyway that it would have been that Mechagodzilla was going to be in it. Um, but like the other day I was just on YouTube, wasn't searching for anything in particular. It was just there on my fucking home screen. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong review, hashtag Mecha Godzilla. I'm like, why the fuck would you do that? Oh, that's nice, you... isn't it? That, whoever I did know. that, good one, mate. Cheers. Fucking arsehole. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of a bummer. But... Can't wait to put this out with the title, hashtag Mecha Godzilla in this movie confirmed <laughs> podcast. <laughs> But uh, it it wasn't like a big dramatic reveal or anything. It was just like, oh yeah, Mecha Godzilla's here. Um, yeah, yeah. Like halfway through the movie, they were just like, by the way, we're building a robot one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it, it was it was quite cool. Um, but yeah, no, I liked this movie. It was it's dumb. It's big fucking spectacle action. 
the fight scenes were incredible, particularly the last one at the end. Um, I got so hyped watching them team up um, yeah. and go against Mechagodzilla, who who was kind of Ghidorah. <laughs> Mechagodzilla became Ghidorah. Yeah, at I, one think, point. I think that was kind of like because it, it the whole there were as soon as the guy went. By the way, we we don't want to rush this. Like we don't know what this I don't know fucking bit of soil or whatever from the upside down place or whatever the fuck. Um, Shout this, out, Millie. This movie's so weird. Um, yeah, like as soon as he was like, "We don't want to rush this," and the guy was like, "Nah, we're gonna rush this." You know, you know the reason why is because I'm the the movie villain, and despite the fact I've spent years building to this moment, I'm gonna fuck it at the last minute. Um, it's all of that stuff is so str- the humans in this are so f- like the bad humans in particular yeah. are so fucking stupid. Like um, the there's that new company Apex, which has just shown up out of nowhere. Um, yeah, and then like, like the Japan's owner's biggest conglomerate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then the owner of that, his daughter, is for some reason with like the one of the groups in this movie. Um, for some reason, we don't know why, but she's just there. It turns out she's there to be evil at some point. Um, and then yeah. when she does go, look at me, I'm evil now. She's just immediately killed. And like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what was you expecting if you decided to betray a fucking three hundred feet gorilla? You fucking idiot. Yeah, like when you like, think about her actual. In plan, what world was that going to end well for you? In, in when you why? think about her actual plan, her plan was to like get some fucking air or some soil in a little tube, right? <laughs> And then send the yeah. results to to her her dad. Um, so a pretty good signal, considering they were literally in the middle of the earth. <laughs> yeah, but, true. Oh. <laughs> um, I didn't think about that. <laughs> but what what I'm thinking you could have done right is get your little test sample and then just on the sly send it to your dad. And yeah. Not, not just go. By the way, I'm evil. <laughs> yeah. And and I'm gonna say that with the with the fucking the equivalent of a building ready to drop on me at any moment. Um, yeah. And then yeah, and then obviously that happens immediately, and she's she's dead, which was a satisfying death. Yeah. I did like seeing that one. Yeah, it was pretty cool. But even even Kong just thought nothing of it. Like they just started shooting at him, and then he just like nonchalantly kind of grabbed the ship and just crushed it and he was like oh fair enough i like i quite um, liked the kong had a more like human element to him in this obviously he gets to speak kong kong was like the hero of this movie like godzilla yeah. is a bit of a dick in in this movie i mean it makes sense why but this movie like opens up like godzilla's the bad guy now which is yeah. weird because we just spent two movies with him being like the world's hero or whatever I so mean, i he did i destroy a lot of stuff that was the thing for me so warner brothers does this thing where they like to get two big ips and then get them to fight um yeah and i was wondering how they were gonna get these two to fight because in both the movies they're presented as quite like despite the fact they're big fucking evil monster things they're presented as not evil but like big monsters with the capability of wiping out humans if they wanted to um yeah they're both presented as like of good kind of moral just character um so i was yeah. a little bit like surely at one point it's because it's gonna really piss me off if they get to the big showdown and they they both just go nah this is i'm the only big monster allowed uh, and then they have a <laughs> fight um so immediately when godzilla was like being a prick i was like well there's gonna be a reason there's gonna be a plot heavy reason as to why they because and the movie and the reason was because they were making an evil hymn um and Godzilla doesn't want his good name sullied and put into the ground. Um, you know, mass murderer Godzilla. Um, yeah. So, yeah, 
I immediately thought there's got to be a plot device for these two to fight because Warner Brothers need a reason for these two to want to beef each other. Um, and I liked that as soon as that kind of reason was done, as soon as they did beef each other, there was the moment where they were both like, who can roar the loudest? And then they both realised that each other were cool. Um, it's, it's so fucking dumb. Um, it's really, yeah, it's, it's very stupid. Yeah. But I think it's the well, reason why like cinemas exist, personally. Oh, uh, the biggest tragedy tragedy of this movie is that I couldn't watch it in a cinema because because in in the UK this is only a on home release because cinemas still aren't open here. Um, So I I had to watch this at home as did everyone. Um, Fortunately, I got a new TV, so it was a bit of an upgrade. Um, But it was still watching this in the cinema would have been fucking amazing, especially for that final. Um, battle fucking the moment Godzilla gets up off his ass and goes to help Kong I, I literally fucking cheered it was it was so good yeah. seeing that scene I um I had a moment in this um so <laughs> it's quite ridiculous uh, and it kind of stems from the fact that like God uh, Kong wanted to help Godzilla I wrote down in my notes at one point why in this universe is anyone at this point trying to do anything other than kill Godzilla <laughs> who causes billions <laughs> in property damage and murders so many people. Like Kong, Do you know what? I get Kong because they've secluded him to his island. And to be honest, for the most part, up until the 70s, he was chilling, causing absolutely no problems for anyone. Um, yeah. So Kong, but whereas Godzilla, every couple of years, every, every like studio mandated break time between movies, he gets up and comes out of the ocean and goes, right, what can I fuck up? <laughs> and then and then always at the end of it just goes oh, i'll see you guys later <laughs> just fucks <laughs> off back again right well, yeah are, the fact that you, there's a yeah. loyalist group of humans that are like no godzilla's a good good bloke like he doesn't he doesn't care about you <laughs> what? i i guess the the yin universe argument for that is it's it's better well without him a lot more people would be dead because he is the one who stops these monsters. So yeah. without him, basically the world would be ended. So yeah, it, it makes sense why you would cheer for him. But even so, you are you are right. It is it's so weird in the first movie in Godzilla where San Francisco has been fucking wiped out. It has been absolutely decimated. I mean, pretty much the only survivors are all in that, like, football stadium. Yeah. And then they all see on a screen that Godzilla is alive and he's walking and everyone just starts cheering. I'm like, what the fuck yeah. are you doing? No. <laughs> Mate, at that moment, right, I'm telling you what would happen in real life is that they would, everyone in that football stadium would be already having their death certificates written out as that, as the entirety of San Francisco was nuked, right? Yeah. Because there is no possible... And I know that wouldn't have done shit, but they don't know that. Um, but yeah, they, they, everyone everyone in that stadium would have just been considered a write-off as collateral damage. It would have been a big cover-up, and Godzilla would have had the fuck nuked out of him. Because <laughs> they would have all gone collectively, let's not do this again. That would have only made him stronger, though. And then he would have been able to melt everything. Because he's yeah, a big true. nuclear boy. Because there would have been so um, much left to melt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. What, what did you think of Mecha Godzilla slash Ghidorah? Then I liked it. Like it, it is. Again, this is the moment I wrote down in my notes. This is the dumbest shit. Um, like a big <laughs> lizard fighting big robot lizard. Um, but it, yeah. it, it's it was fine and it was executed really well. Like I liked the um, 
the kind of I knew it wasn't going to go swimmingly because like I said that guy's like we shouldn't rush this and the other guy's like no we're going to um but I I liked that, the that moment. one of those guys is fucking Ken Watanabe's son like oh. I don't mean like in real life I mean like in the movie that's like Serizawa's son and I'm like why <laughs> has that been established in other movies See, why is he that, now with a bad guy that guys? happened in another one that happened one of the um one of the like the army blokes that plays um Cyborg's dad in Justice League. Um, him, he's supposed to be the older version of uh, John Goodman's like assistant. What? Yes, yeah, so you know John Goodman's assistant in Kong Skull Island. Um, the younger fella. Who's who's his assistant? Who's his assistant in Skull Island? I can't remember his name. I can't remember the actor's name at all, and I can't remember the characters either. Um, oh. Put the the black guy. Yeah, yeah. The 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 guy who's um, yeah, I think I know what you mean. Yeah, so him. The, you know, you know the guy that plays um, Cyborg's dad in Justice League, who's in King of Monsters. Uh, is he in King of Monsters? I'm pretty sure he is. Did not notice that. Oh well, he's supposed who's to be King that of guy. Monsters? Basically, the, right. What I'm saying is, there's a recurring theme of bringing characters that are either related or the same version of the character. Um. And just just not mentioning it, just being like, yeah, they'll get it. No, we don't. <laughs> it, All right. It's your job to mention yeah. it. <laughs> it's not mine. Yeah. It's a different uh, actor. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. I mean, there is just no... I, I'm not sure if there is any reason why it's Serizawa's son, other than the name recognition, I guess. But then why is he evil and wanting to kill Godzilla when his dad loved Godzilla? But I whatever. don't know. I don't know at all. Yeah. I liked. I did like Pretty the way stupid. it was like pilot disconnected, and he just got electrocuted, died, um, <laughs> and then Mechagodzilla was still like up and rocking, and then just kind of slowly turned, and then like Millie Bobby Brown, uh, Julian Dennison, who was in this, I didn't realize. Um, yeah, um, I texted you yesterday saying two surprise actors have shown up so far. Uh, uh, the other one was Ronnie Chang, so anyway, uh, he was great. He, um, I liked that Julian Dennison was in this. He's a got, got a. Um, a deeper voice than I'm used to. Um, he's looking good. He is looking good. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah. Looking, he's looking. He's looking cut. He's looking trim. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, good on him. Um, I do. I do think the movie could have trusted him a little bit more with some better comedy lines. Um, he's <laughs> yeah, proven his so. comedic ability. Like, it shouldn't be disputed anymore. So give him something yeah. funnier to do. Um, like yeah, like I think the funniest moment. Oh, oh right. Also. Do you want to know someone else dumb? I'm sorry I'm going on a tangent. Uh, but there's no, no, this movie, like my appreciation for this this movie is basically name the dumb things that I loved. Um, <laughs> no one in this enormous, like billion dollar conglomerate company realized that their expansive plans to wipe out Godzilla could be foiled by, by a staff member spilling a drink. <laughs> like there's a moment yeah. where where Julian Dennison grabs the guy's whiskey and it, by the way he says like he says like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna have a drink and Julian Dennison goes drink drink like that's supposed to be a word that is gonna harken back to something else um but no he just grabs his whiskey pours it over an extremely normal looking bit of console and then Mechagodzilla just, just starts blowing up. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Like, it's imagine so being the staff member that came in and just spilt your coffee in the morning, and and then just Mechagodzilla. And suddenly you're fucking 
multi-billion dollar Godzilla is fucking blowing up all because you spill your Starbucks. I mean, it's fucking, it's dumb. It, it's seriously <laughs> it's dumb. It's very dumb. It's very dumb. But I don't know. I like <laughs> what one one thing which was, well, I guess shows really how little attention I was paying to the kind of human storyline. Mm. Is um Alexander Skarsgård? His name in this movie is Nathan. My name, and I shit you not, I literally had no fucking idea until right at the end when he had been knocked out, and the uh, the female character whose name I've forgotten, she she just said Nathan, Nathan, like right into the camera, and I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Is this movie talking to me? <laughs> there's there's that actress has shot like however many names there are on planet Earth, like she's shot that she's she's still shooting that scene and they're live updating it. Um, just to speak to the individual audience member. Um, yeah, this is. Oh, right. What did you What did you think of the um, the other elements of like the human aspect in this? Did you like the podcast guy? <laughs> I did like the podcast guy. It was good. Um, it, it was, it was, it was very funny. Um, Millie Bobby Brown is about as good as she was in the last movie, which isn't a criticism against Millie Bobby Brown. I actually like her, but yeah, yeah she's, she's fine. She's fine. Uh, she's she's there to be like, oh, right. Th- sorry. Another tangent is coming. Um, there we go. What is it with this franchise and just dropping out human characters like they're no one? Like, like, just have a story. Just have a through line of the same humans. Yeah, like, yeah. I know, I I know yeah, they've had true. Millie Bobby Brown, Carl Chandler in two of them. I know they had Ken Watanabe, and I know they've had. Um, but I mean, Kyle Chandler is like in one scene in this movie. Yeah, it's true. It's true, and he's, he's, one of his scenes is where it's just him texting. Like, where are you? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and the uh, well, Sally wasn't in this. Big Sally. Uh, yeah, no, because she died in King of Monsters. Oh fuck! Oh, so, yeah. Well, that shows it, doesn't it? Um, yeah, <laughs> cool, of course she did. She got eaten by Ghidorah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck. Okay. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> no, come back to life and be in the movie. Um, she, she was good. I liked her. And she's got experience. She fucking, was good. Like. <laughs> dealing with weird animal kind of things. She <laughs> fucked that fish that one time. She did fuck that fish that one time. Good for her. <laughs> Good for her. Um, Inclusive. Yeah, the 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 yeah definitely. Uh, the little girl was good. Uh, I think she's read she's from like an all deaf family, which is quite strange, but pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then the all the other characters were dumb, but they're all villains. So that's <laughs> very true. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I um. <laughs> Yeah, I thought most of this was good. Like, like th- this is this is just your stereotypical dumb popcorn movie. I'll be honest, right? This there's a reason that Kong Skull Island is my number one um, over this because I think overall, like this is this has got the makings to be a number one, and I think will be a lot of people's favorite out of this whole universe. Um, yeah, I just don't think technically it does much as a film. I think it's I think it very much so knows what it is uh, quite clearly, which is to be a popcorn kind of dumb watch and cheer for your favorite monster kind of thing um, if you go into any of these movies expecting serious thought-provoking cinema just walk away oh no what no, no. I, so, I, so, so i don't i i agree with that but I, that's not what i'm saying i don't think it needs to be that but like what kong skull island did in terms of like stylistic approach being having a standout clear like directing vision um 
yeah. having it all shot in a very interesting way. Like, the, I don't think there's a wasted shot in that movie. I really do think it's fucking, it's, uh, it's a rare piece, which is something so stupid to say about a movie with a big monkey in it. Um, <laughs> but like, genuinely, like, I can't describe the level of a U-turn I've done on this movie. Um, like, I really appreciate it as like a kind of a good piece of like, what filmmakers should aspire to watch if they want to like expand on a creative vision um yeah and yeah like i I think the reason the reason that godzilla v kong dawn of justice isn't number one for me um is just because it's like it's great and it knows what it is but i think it could have been just a little bit more personally i think it could have tried to blend kong's cinematic style into this movie a little bit more and found more of a happy medium than it did. I think it did a little bit, but they played it a bit too safe for me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, mostly the same. Really liked it. Um, again, very, very dumb movie. Like I said, it's it's not thought-provoking cinema at all. It's not going to win an Oscar. Well, could win visual effects or something, I guess. Um, but it's not going to win like a serious Oscar no. um, or, or anything like that. Um, it is just a dumb. So many visual effects artists just screaming right now, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> one of the hardest Oscars to win, and you're like, they're not going to win a serious one. They're not going to win a serious oh, yeah. award like Best Pretending. <laughs> That's good. That's a good joke. <laughs> best Pretending. I like Thanks. that. I often find my yeah, jokes right, fair enough. Best complimented that was... live on, on air. <laughs> <laughs> That was kind of mean to me. Fair enough, but you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. These are just dumb popcorn movies. Um, you 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 get what you want. You know what you're going to get with them. Um, and I think that's why they have the reputation that they have, really. And especially yeah. this one. This one is doing quite well uh, at the moment. A lot of people are, are talking about it. It's doing well. So so yeah, it yeah. is. No, I'm, uh, I'm excited. And also, um, God Godzilla could definitely fucking kill Kong. Like, there's <laughs> no question about it. Yeah. Like, Kong was fucking done. Kong was on his ass. <laughs> um, yeah, granted, Kong did save Godzilla, but if he wanted to at the end, Kong uh, Godzilla could have finished that monkey off. So. Yeah. Oh, for sure, yeah. Like, Kong yeah. was able to match godzilla at the last little bit because because godzilla had been torn to shreds like i <laughs> kong is my favorite i was i went into the, i don't really do this normally but i was i was a big team kong stan um i wanted i wanted <laughs> i knew right because no but i don't normally do this because i'm smarter than this and i know that none of them are gonna die because they both make too much fucking money so, so, so like it's like when everyone was yeah. like i'm team iron man i'm like i'm team neither because it doesn't matter <laughs> like, um, like, I, yeah, I'm, I don't agree with either one of them because the movie's going to make them both a little bit correct, so that they can still sell toys. Um, well, you heard it here first. Lawrence is better than you because he doesn't buy into marketing. I don't. I don't. I don't <laughs> fall for it, and you're all dumb. Um, <laughs> no. So, like, but I was. I was. I kind specifically of like, remember you saying you were Team Iron Man. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. There's a difference. There's a difference between leaning more to Iron Man's political stance in that movie than being a I'm Team Iron Man because of By lasers. the way, the, this argument is actually getting brought up quite a lot now. The whole Team Iron Man versus Team Cap, and a lot of people saying 
uh, Iron Man's wrong. A lot of people saying Cap's wrong. They're both wrong. Okay, that's the entire what, point of the movie. Better, what They're better both place wrong. to get into it than in a podcast six years <laughs> after the movie came out as well? Um, exactly. So yeah, about a different movie as well. A podcast about a different. <laughs> yeah, movie. we're not <laughs> the biggest thread that we can come up to to link these two is that they've got a similar marketing tactic. Um, well, there you are. There's our discussion on Godzilla versus Kong and all the MonsterVerse. In uh, conclusion, both Captain America and Iron Man were wrong. Join us next week when we are talking about the Star Wars prequels. Ooh. Everyone's favorite bunch of memes. So there you go. <laughs> they, join us for that. They actually are reduced to memes quite a lot, but there's more to them, <laughs> Nathan. We're going to discuss them all. There are. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so... Any anything to say, Lawrence? Anything to finish on? Yes. Um, leave this podcast a review for fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> it's free. For, for fuck's it's sake, free. <laughs> it's yeah. free, uh, and it and it would be nice. It's not like you're giving us money, right? It, you're just you're just helping us be seen. Um, we've we've but done more also... than twenty of these now, so just fucking do your part. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. But also, um, only if it's five stars. Don't, otherwise, you don't have to worry. Like, if you if you're gonna rate it three or two or one, just don't worry about it. We'll 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 manage. But five stars, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I you, think you a strong that, case can be made for a good four star review, provided you leave a nice comment. Um, provided Ooh. you say something. For example, if you gave it a four star and said it's great, but I was asked to do this review and it doesn't feel genuine, that's fine. That's the only instance well, you can leave a four star review. I I I guess that's fair. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> right, next week we're doing the prequels. We will see you next week. Thank you for listening. Uh and have a lovely, lovely week. Have a have a a podcasting week. I don't know what that means. Another happy pod. <laughs>